Praise the Lord. God bless you, everyone. This is Apostle Ivory Hopkins. I am extremely excited to have you to listen to our podcast messages. We are trusting that the Holy Spirit will bless you. We're going to take you into a message in just a few minutes. Amen. Where I feel that God is going to give you insight, revelation, and wisdom through the teachings that the Lord has given us to present before you. If you want to get up with us on our website, our website is pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. It is my pleasure and my honor to bring this anointed message to you where I am preaching and teaching under the anointing of the Holy Spirit, giving God's people insight that will strengthen their spiritual walk, build their family, and put under their feet the enemy on every level. Now sit back and enjoy this message. God bless you, my dear friend, and thank you for taking the time to listen to our podcast. Dr. Ivory Hopkins. Well, praise the Lord. God bless you, soldiers. It is an absolute blessing and an amazing moment that I'm looking forward to be on with you, Apostle Allen. Amen. I thank God for the body of Christ. I thank God for having me on your program. Matter of fact, I've got a powerful message that I want to share, and I'm going to get ready to open up with prayer. Heavenly Father, as we are engaging the word of the Lord along with Apostle Miyoshi Allen, we ask that your anointing and your grace bless her body. Bless all the listening audience, those that are listening on YouTube, Facebook Live, and other vehicles. Lord, we ask you to bless them. Even those that are listening at this message on the General of Deliverance podcast as well. Father, I ask you to let me preach this word with anointed clarity. Father God, my teaching and my speech will not come, Lord God, with the foolishness of men nor the trifliness of the things that gathers algorithms. What we are looking to do in the word of the Lord is to give spiritual insight that can be used with balanced teaching in deliverance. So, Father, in Jesus' name, we bind the principalities and powers that will try to interfere, monitor, or hinder anything that we are about to teach. We take authority over every demonic stronghold that would want to blind people from being able to hear and rightly divide the word of truth. And Lord God, keep away the spirit of error. God, we will never operate under the spirit of celebrity or entertainment. This is not entertainment. This is spiritual engagement with the word of the Lord to bring deliverance and healing because we rejoice not that devils are subject to us, but we rejoice that our names are written in the Lamb's book of life. Thank you, Lord. Now, as I begin to teach here, and the title of the topic today is Deliverance Hot Topics. Water kingdom, vows and oaths, covenants and altars, deliverance hot topics. I'm going to be talking about the water kingdom. I'm going to be talking about vows and oaths, covenants and altars. And why the way that I'm going to deal with this particular message is how to break the power of these strongholds by knowing, first of all, who you are. My dear friends, all of these kingdoms are real. It's no way that I will come on this broadcast, amen, and act as if that there are not powers that operate in the kingdom of darkness called by the name of water kingdoms or marine spirit or spirit spouses, amen? It is true. I'm not going to debate it with you. 
You know why? Because as a straight-up warrior, I've cast out too many of these demons and helped a lot of soldiers to learn how to engage and take authority over them. Amen. There is such a thing as vows and oaths and covenants and altars that needs to be broken, altars that need to be pulled down by the kingdom and name that they operate under. So we're coming, first of all, on the foundation that when you are about to engage any of these spirits, First of all, you're born again. You are a blood-washed believer. Therefore, the Bible declares that deliverance is the children's bread. You have a right in the kingdom of God not to just always call Apostle Hopkins or some other apostle, bishop, or leader, but call on the name of the Lord. You have that honor and that right. This honor have all God's saints. I think the problem really is, uh, Apostle uh, Allen, is that many people are not taught how to engage them, and that's what we're going to do. So, folks, I'm going to be talking from clear scripture. I'm not going to just tell you I cast this demon out, and the demon said this, and the demon said that, and the demon's going to do this, because I get so tired sometimes of hearing people talk about the demons as if it's almost demon, 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 demon. No, we're going to talk about word, all word, straight word, powerful word, anointed word through Yeshua, our Lord. Now, number one, as I said, we need to understand and know who we are. First of all, when you are engaging any spiritual warfare, whether it's in the dream realm or whether you're trying to cast a demon out with self-deliverance or delivering someone else, the first thing you have to clearly understand, you are, by being born again, no longer under the kingdom of darkness. You are no longer under the kingdom of the world. You have been translated out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of God's dear son. Now, why is this super important? This is super important because when you understand that you have been translated, you will not run around saying like some people tell me, Brother Hopkins, I got prayer last Sunday, but but my my aunt, my aunt Mabel, she's still working witchcraft, and the demons are right back. And I'm going, now, wait a minute. If you have a belief system that your freedom is predicated upon somebody in your family changing, then you missed the point. The one thing that our freedom is based upon is the work of the cross, the sacrifice of the cross that Christ made, and that we have been translated out of the kingdom of darkness, and now we are joint heirs with Jesus Christ, children of the living God. Matter of fact, I'm going to use my last name when I talk about this as an example. Although I am Ivory Hopkins, the man who once were the drug dealer, the, 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 the person that was a pervert that was bound up, after I became born again, the demons associated with my bloodline, the drug addictive demons, the lust spirits, I can now engage them and tell them you have no legal right. Now, this does not mean you don't have to tell the enemy to go straight to the pit. This does not mean you don't have to aggressively take authority. But my mindset now is my last name might be Hopkins in the natural realm, but in the spirit, I am royal priesthood. Holy nation, join out with Jesus Christ. Listen at this verse, and I'm going to read it out of uh, Colossians chapter 1, verse 12. And I'm going to read it out of the Berean Bible, uh, study, and I'm also going to read it out of the King James. Now listen what it says. 
Colossians 1, 12, and I'm going to read the King James. I'm going to read verse 12 in King James, and then I'm going to read it in the Berean, and I'm going to take my time. Check this out. In the book of Colossians, Paul speaks to them and says, giving thanks unto the Father, which have made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. Now, let me use the Berean translation to make this verse more clearer. Paul is saying, I give thanks to the Father who have qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saints and light. So you right now, you qualify to take part in the inheritance of the saints. And one of the inheritance of the saints is the deliverance, is the healing, is the redemption, is the joint heirship with Christ. Therefore, when someone is praying deliverance with you, or when you are engaging a demon, you're not. One time I look, took, look, looked at a particular stronghold, and I told the demon, I said, you know what? You're not now fighting Ivory Hopkins. You're fighting right now a changed royal priesthood. You're fighting a holy nation. Matter of fact, I am now Jeremiah 5120. I'm God's battle axe and his weapon of war. Are you hearing me, people? And the reason why that I can come at him like that, because you once had me in your kingdom, devil. Carnality, flesh, you once had me in your kingdom, but I have now been translated out of your kingdom. Yeah, Ivory Hopkins is not engaging you. Ivory the redeem, Ivory the deliverer, Ivory the joint heir. Are y'all hearing me? Look what it says in verse 13. Colossians 1, 13 says, who have delivered us from the power of darkness. So when you're telling that spirit, this is the mindset. Not all oh, the demons are doing this, and the demons said this in a dream, and the demons said, and the witches are doing this, and the warlocks are doing that. Your position is, I have been delivered us from the power of darkness, and I have been translated into the kingdom of his dear son. I will read it just as it says it in Colossians 1.13. Who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. So the position you have right now is that you have been delivered. Therefore, it's almost like this. In this studio where I'm at tonight, I own this house. Evelyn and I own this house. Lock, stock, and barrel. We own this house. If someone was to say that uh, I'm coming in because I got a right and I own the place you got, I will look at them and tell them, I have inherited this property. Come on now. I have uh, I, I have a deed to this property. I, this property has been purchased for me. It is a part of my inheritance. Therefore, you have no legal right to stay here. So squatter, get out. Come on. Family line curse, not today. Amen. Generational curse, not up in here. Old vows and earth, sorry, I disengage you. I renounce you. Are you hearing me? Now look what it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17 says this. Therefore, if any man or woman be in Christ, are you in Christ? He is a new creature. In other words, you are a new creation. But Brother Ivy, you got to understand, my family is a long line of root workers. 
They've been a long line of people that did this. Sweetheart, hate said, God said, you're no longer in that family. I want to inform you that you cannot engage these spiritual struggles. Somebody out there has said, I've been wondering why these things keep coming back and hitting me so strong. If your mindset is not understanding that you are translated out of that kingdom, therefore they have no right to hold that place. Who have delivered us from the power of darkness. Listen to what it says. 2 Corinthians 5 and 17. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. Old things have passed away. And behold, all things are become new. Now, this word, old things, there's several things I want to look at this verse in, that matter of fact. It says, therefore, if anyone be in Christ. Now, how are we in Christ? By repentance and redemption. By redemption, period. Let me just put it just the way it is. By the redemptive work of the cross and the acceptance of what he did on that cross for our salvation, for our rede redemption, that's how we have been in Christ. We are a new creature. This word creature in its original language means a new creation. A new creation. I might say it like this. The kingdom to come where God's will will be done he has given us the down payment, the earnest of his expectation through the Holy Spirit, through the redemptive work of Christ, that God is saying, I am going to supernaturally, through the work of the cross and your acceptance of Yeshua, Jesus Christ, our Redeemer, as your Lord, I'm going to make you a new creation. You are a parcel, a part of what he's going to bring that is eternal. So in us right now is a part of that eternal kingdom. All we're waiting for is the full body. Come on. The Bible says in Romans 8, I think at 32, the whole earth grown up and waited for the manifestation of the sons of God. Let me go on a little bit further. We are a new creature. Old things have passed away. That word passed away is parachomia, which means to be changed from one state to another. So how in the world, if you're engaging a spiritual stronghold, if you're saying, I now take authority over and I break your power, when these spirits attack, and they, now here goes the thing, let's stay balanced. These demons, these thoughts, these ideas. Now, the demons will try to return to see if they can't get you to be convinced that you are not who God called you. That's the first thing we do. Matter of fact, without getting along with it, with it, in Matthew chapter 4, the very first thing Satan said to Jesus if thou be the son of God, turn these stones into bread. Jesus didn't do like we would have done. I am a son. I'll show you. Bim bread. No. Jesus said, it is written, man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God. So Satan, I ain't doing no trick to prove who I am. My father, my redeemer, my father showed me who I am. Are y'all getting this? So. You are a new creature. You have been translated to the kingdom of darkness. Therefore, now you are engaging that stubborn squatter. You are engaging also not just demons, but your own mindset as well. Everything in a devil, stop it. You're also engaging 
like 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 5, casting down imaginations at every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of God, bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of a Christ with a readiness to avenge all disobedience when your obedience is fulfilled. So we're casting down things at the corner of my mind. Wait a minute, Brother Ivy. If I get delivered, will I have some of the crazy thoughts I used to have? Mm-hmm. Because guess what? Your spirit man became renewed, born again. Your natural man, your carnal mind, has to be crucified, has to be renewed. Come on. Has to be brought in subjection. And demons operate in the realm of the carnal mind. Now, let me move on a little bit further. So, now, in this teaching, what I want you to understand, you will, number one, you, your name has been taken off of ancestral altars. Are you hearing me? When someone said, Brother Ivory, I had a dream, and the root workers and the conjurement had your name, and they were using your name on something. I go, and I look at them and go, not moving me a bit. They go like, why isn't it bothering you, Brother Ivory? Because my name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life. My name, the name that I operate under right now, is a new name. And guess what? They don't have the access other than me putting down the shield of faith through fear. They don't have the access to use this as a weapon unless I put down the shield of faith in the word of God of who I am and where my name presently is. I never will forget. I'm going to share this real fast. I was on doing one of my counseling sessions on, on Zoom, and this lady that came on, she actually was a, was a psychic spirit. When the demon came, at first the lady was talking to me, and in my spirit, man, the Holy Spirit goes, everything she's saying is disingenuous. And I was going like, okay, God, what's getting ready to happen? Don't tell me now. They're trying to monitor me on this stream and play head games. So finally, the lady actually, voice changed. And all of a sudden, she left from talking to me normal, and then she turned her head from side to side and went, I can't see through you. I can't seem to read you. And I looked at her and I said, I said, because I'm hid under the shadow of the almighty. I said, because God is covering me from you being able to monitor me. And, and then all of a sudden I said, in the name of Jesus, you will let this woman go. And all of a sudden the demon began to writhe and stream. And I told the lady, I said, sister, you can hear me deep down. You can hear me in the name of Jesus Christ. I got her to renounce going to the person that did the psychic stuff with her, and we cast that demon out. Moving right along. I hope you got that. So we need to also repent, renounce, reject. Come on, somebody. Say it with me. The three R's. Repent, renounce, reject. Say it with me, soldiers. Repent, renounce, and reject. If you do not repent, renounce it means turn against it, and reject it means stop accepting it, your deliverance will not hold. And it will not because it will not be because that the work of the cross doesn't work. Moving right along to the next point. Boom. Now, let's talk about, I told you, we're going to deal with some hot topics now. How about monitoring? Brother Hopkins, the demons are monitoring, monitoring me. Well, I look at it and say to some people, why would you expect them not to try to monitor to you? But I don't care. Brother Ivory, the demons are trying to look into my life to see what they can see. And Brother Ivory, I'm scared to even say what God is saying to me because the demon might hear it. I don't care whether they hear. 
They're not in charge. If God has spoken something in my life as a prophetic word, as a direction in the kingdom, God, if God said it, he'll do it. If he spoke it, he'll bring it to pass. And devil, if you want to sit and look at it, then peep all you please. But at the end of the day, you ain't the only one watching. Can anybody say it with me? Spirits will try to monitor us. We're not stupid. We know this happens. But guess what? The demons are not the only one monitoring. Listen what it says in 2 Chronicles chapter 16, verse 9. In the King James Version, 2 Chronicles 16, 9, when I think of spirits that try to monitor me, there will be times the Holy Spirit will instruct me and say, I'll command that spirit that is monitoring you to be blinded or to be hindered, or even if they're trying to astral project, shut them down or tell them you're going to cut them off from being able to return into that human body and, and reconnect. Take authority over them. Second Chronicles 16, 9. For the eyes of the Lord run to and fro throughout the whole earth to show himself strong in the behalf of them whose heart is perfect towards him. Now, let me say this. Is your heart towards God? Now, not only was this said in the book of Chronicles, but it was also said in Proverbs chapter 15, verse 3. The, he eyes, uh, the, the eyes of the Lord are in every place, beholding evil and the good. So if they're monitoring you, check it out. God's monitoring them. Did anybody hear this soldier? Somebody ought to say amen out there. Once again, the eyes of the Lord goes to and fro throughout the whole earth to, uh, in, on, to show himself strong in the behalf of them. Oh, the demons are looking. Oh, Father, the uh, Brother Ivory, the witches, the warlocks, they're watching. The eyes of the Lord goes to and fro throughout the whole earth, and he's showing himself strong on my behalf because my heart is perfect towards him, because my heart and my dedication is fully, straight hundred, 100%, 100 dedicated to him. Stop acting like you're handicapped. Are you hearing me? Now, and let's look at the other verse. This verse here, the eyes of the Lord, are actually talking about the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, of the grace of God, from any number of ways, straight down to angelic reinforcement, to the anointed fire of God, to, to the Holy Spirit having prayer that's being sent from saints or yourself and others. Look, there are people, I have people all over the world that pray for me. Not just me and Evelyn by ourselves. I have what we call our soldiers and intercessors. They're praying that I stay straight. They're praying that I don't get caught up with arrogant pride or start teaching foolish stuff or come out of who I am not and try to become something else, trying to get likes, clicks, and algorithms. Did anybody hear this? Let me go on and work. In the book of Psalms, chapter 34, verse 17, Psalm 34, 7, I think it is, the angels of the Lord encamp up round about them that fear him and deliver them. But Brother Aubrey, they're monitoring me. The angels of the Lord are in every place beholding good and evil. Psalms 34 and 7, the angels of the Lord encamp round about them that fear him. I fear, I reverence, I love my father. Oh, most high, I love you, father. Abba, father, I love you. I reverently fear you. So the angels of the Lord encamp about the heirs of salvation 
to deliver. And he camps around about them that fear him to deliver. And I love reading this one here. Here goes another one, guys. 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 16 and 17. 2 Kings chapter 6, verse 16 and 17. And it reads, it reads like this. Now, Elijah was being encamped around by the Armenians. These warriors had encamped around him, these natural soldiers. And he had a servant with him. And the servant was freaking out like some of us that come to me do. But the army, the demons are everywhere. <laughs> They're everywhere. They're monitoring me everywhere. And Elijah felt like the same way I feel sometimes. Lord, please open up their eyes that they might see. Are y'all hearing me? Look what it says here. He, Elijah says in 2 Kings 6 and verse 16 and verse 17, Be not afraid, Elijah answered, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. This is called the, this is called the shield of faith, what I'm teaching you. They, be not afraid, Elijah answered, for those who are with us are more than those who are with them. Verse 17, then Elijah prayed, oh Lord, please open his eyes that he may see. And the Lord opened the eyes of the young man and he saw that the hills were full of horses and church of fire all around Elijah. Are y'all hearing me? No, Brother Ivy, but the demons. And the hills were filled with the chance of fire all around, Brother Ivory, all around the saints of God. But when you don't have faith and confidence in this area, these demons will get a foothold and you will walk in fear and not freedom. Now, let's go to the next one. Once again, I'm not going to do a full teaching in this class here on uh, marine kingdoms and how it works. Because most people can tell me everything the marine kingdom does, but can't tell me to save their soul what God did. Are you hearing me? Now, I want to tell you, God has drawn us out of the marine kingdom by our salvation. And when we come against them, but Brother Ivory, I had three dreams. And when we come against them, Brother Ivory, somebody in my family, they dedicated us to the water spirits. And when we have salvation and the word, notice I keep going to the word. Because the shield and the buckler and the keeper in my life is the word. Now, look what it says here. Saints, I did not know this verse was in the book of our songs. Now, listen to what it's saying, and I'm using it in reference of water kingdom. Songs 144, verse 7. And I'm going to read it now. If you ever want to run verses like this, go take verses, type the verse out, and go to Bible Hub, and it will give you different translations. Listen at this. And when I pray sometimes, I say, Father, in the name of Jesus, two things that I love to do against marine kingdoms and spirit spouses. I love, number one, to let them know that we have been drawn out of their kingdom by the mighty hand of God. Number two, I'd like to commit a spiritual divorce. But Father, but suppose they, you have a second dream the next night. I'd like to commit them to the fact that I am the bride of Christ and not theirs. I belong to my wife, Evelyn, and not them. Now, I'm going to go ahead and get this verse in here. Y'all ready? Psalms 144, verse 7. King James Version. Send thine hand from above. Now, this is talking about God. And rid me and deliver me out of the great waters and from the hands and from the hand of strange children. There are times when you're battling these marine spirits that you may engage what we call spirit children. I've seen some people even have manifestations in their belly where they look like they're three months pregnant. 
You can encounter these type of things. But Lord God, send down thy hand from above and rid me and deliver me out of the great waters and from the hand of strangers. Now let's look at this verse in the New King James Version. What it says, Psalm 144, New King James Version. Stretch out your hand from above. Rescue me and deliver me out of the great waters and from the hand of foreigners. So, Father, if any foreigner is trying to use marine curses on me, trying to send them against me, mine, and what belongs to me, Lord God, send down your mighty hand, which is Christ, the gospel, the word, the anointing, all of the above, prayer, fasting, all of the above. Send down thine hand, O God, and deliver me from the hand of the foreigners and from the strange children. Matter of fact, when it comes to the strange children, I ask God, abort them. I ask you to abort every water marine spirit, every baby marine spirit in the name of Jesus. Ain't nothing more than demons operating, uh, taking on that name. Listen at the American Standard Version. Now, these spirits will even try to manifest as if they're aliens. Listen what it says here. Stretch forth thine hand from above. Rescue me and deliver me out of the great waters and out of the hand of aliens. Out of the hands of aliens. Whether it be aliens, other nations, foreigners, or whether it be aliens, spirits that are claiming to be extraterrestrial. These spirits, these kingdoms, God can send down his mighty hand and rid you from them. Why? Because you are his bride. Are you hearing me? aggressively tell the water spirit spouses that you are not his bride because you are the bride of Christ. Now, once again, I know you got a long list. The marine spirits make, does this, and the marine spirits do this, and the marine spirits in charge of this, and the marine spirits are in charge of that. So turn around and aggressively tell the marine spirit, God, I called upon my God to deliver me out of the hands of the foreigners, the strangers, the strange children, and the aliens. And now listen at this. In 2 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 1, the apostle Paul says, I am jealous over you with a godly jealousy, for I have espoused you to one husband that I may present you as a chaste virgin of Christ. And if you read it in the Berean translation, it says, I am jealous for you with godly jealousy, for I promised you to one husband to present you as a pure virgin of Christ. So guess what, Marine Kingdom? I divorced you when I gave my life to Christ. You and all of your lust, you and all of your fake, phony, midnight orgasms, you and all of your manifestations in the name of Jesus, the Bible declares in the book of Corinthians chapter 6 that my body is a temple of God and who therefore defiles the temple of God, him shall God destroy. I ask God to destroy you. Matter of fact, come on somebody, I divorce you in the spirit. I'm no longer yours. Matter of fact, I'm waiting for the marriage supper of the Lamb. Come on. I'm, I am the bridegroom. I am the chosen bride of Christ. Now, let me say this to you. About a, a, a last year, I was sleeping, and a, a marine spirit came at me. And that thing, when it attacked me, I woke up, and I'm going to try to be nice on this broadcast. I could feel as if I was sexually with someone. I'm going to be nice because I am a gentleman. And I woke up and I said, oh, no, you're not going to get my body to respond to you. And I'm surely not going to do anything to my body. I'm being nice and y'all are wise. And I, and I said, in the name of Jesus Christ, I rebuked that spirit. So it dare tried 
to still try to operate. And guess what? I wasn't cooperating in the sleep, nor was I cooperating in the natural. And nor was I going to take the image, the picture, and the thing it was trying to cast in my imagination. I was going to cast it down rather than take ownership of it. Listen what happened. I told Ev, I got up, I immediately set up and said, in the name of Jesus, Lord God, I ask you to shut any demonic doors that this thing been using. And if it was just a temptation or if it was just a, uh, a what, backlash, backlash. Because so, sometimes demons will do backlashes. That means they will make attempts to attack and harass you. I asked the father to break it. And I let the demon know, I am still straight up secure. I belong to the Lord Jesus Christ as his bride in the spirit. And I am Evelyn Hopkins' husband in the natural. So you got nothing up in here to be meddling, messing with, or touching. Now listen at this. So I talk, told Evelyn about it. You know, I said, Ev, doggone if I didn't have a marine attack. I said, I was livid. I mean, I was mad. Evelyn, so that night I was getting ready to go to bed. So I'm getting ready to lay down in bed. All of a sudden, Evelyn gets up. She walks over my side of the bed. Now we get ready to go night, night. Evelyn gets up, my wife, she said, give me your hand. Now, listen, y'all soldiers, y'all going to like this. Evelyn says, give me your hand. I said, okay, baby. I was like, what's up? She said, give me your hand. I said, here, girl, because she had that look. She had that I'm about ready to fight up in here look. I said, what's she get ready to do? She said, give me your hand, baby. I gave her my hand. She sat down. She said, now, in the name of Jesus, this man of God belongs to me. This is my husband. He belongs to God above everything, and he is my legitimate husband. She said, in the name of Jesus Christ, every demonic spirit that have been trying to sexually encounter him, in the name of Jesus, I take you and break your power. I am a part of his covering. I am his helpmate, and I rebuke you. I said, girl, no. She, my wife prayed so hard. I was like, go, go. <laughs> Woo! I said, go, girl. And, man, I've been sleeping like a baby. Now, will that spirit try to make another attempt? Possible. Am I going to fold and go, oh, my God, you're back there in charge? No, ma'am. If you step up, it's on. I'm like Joshua was in Jericho when he went over. A, uh, someone met him, and he and it looked like a soldier or a warrior. But it was a warring angels that came to fight for him and along with them in Israel. And Joshua said, are you an enemy or a foe? That's the way I process. Are you hearing me? Now. Let's talk about generational curses, oaths, vows, covenants, pledges, all have been wiped out by the work of the cross. So when these spirits try to convince you that they are still in charge, or when you see parts of them where the spirit may say, you need to address this and take your authority and take it back from the enemy, do that. But do not go running around, my God, I've got masons in my family still, and... Well, so-and-so was a, and listen, it's perfectly 101% fine to address the strongholds that are in your family line, but do not address them as if they're still running your life and you running from them, playing whack-a-mole with everything that's going on. Find a basis of authority, and I'm going to show you what a basis of authority I mean. In the book of Colossians chapter 2, 13. And 14, I'm going to read them both out of the King James and the Berean translation. And I'm going to say it again. Generational curses, oaths, vows, covenants, and pledges are all have been wiped out by the work of the cross. So aggressively take that position when you're breaking them, when you're engaging them. Take that position. Listen to what it says in Colossians chapter 2, 
verse 13, King James Version. And you being dead in your sins and uncircumcision of your heart, of your flesh, have he quickened together with him, having forgiven all trespasses. You being dead in your sins and uncircumcision of your flesh, hath he quickened together with them, having forgiven how many? Oh, how many? All trespasses. And look at verse 14. And blotting out the handwriting of ordinance that was against us, which were contrary unto us, and he took them out of the way, nailing them to the cross. So when you have to engage, if the Holy Spirit says you need to uh, break that vow or that oath that you made or that was made in your generation, nail that thing to the cross. Why? Because he blotted it out. Now I'm going to read this same two verses in the Berean Bible, Colossians 2, 13 and 14 in the Berean Bible. Listen to what it says. When you were dead in your trespasses and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our transgressions. Having counseled, what? Having counseled the debt ascribed to us and the decrees that stood against us, he took them out of the way, nailing them to the cross. And then it goes on further and said, having spoiled the principalities and powers, he made a show of them openly. How? By nailing them to the cross and blotting out these oaths. So in Jesus' name, every foul oath, every foul stronghold that has been trying to come at me, vows, oaths, covenants, pledges, God show me so I can go to the word and take them down. This honor hath all his saints. And another verse that I love to use is Colossians chapter 3, verse 13. It says, Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. For it is written, his curse is everyone that hangeth on the tree. Got that. Now let's talk about covetous. Is everybody with me? I know I'm throwing down straight word, but that's the way I roll. My YouTubes, my podcasts are based upon the word. This is what I do. I, amen. This is the way that God has dealt with me. I will do this teaching and then the Lord will take me home. And many of you will glean from our YouTube. Uh, I want to thank MJ Ministries. I want to thank those that are here. I want to thank Apostle Mayoshi Allen. I want to thank you, Apostle, for having me on. It's a blessing also to be one of the mentors in your life. It is a blessing. Now, let's look at this. We are living under the new covenant which wiped out the oaths, vows, and covenants. And look what it says in Matthews 26 and 28. That's Matthews 26 and 28 in the King James Version and also in the New American Standard Bible. Now, let me tell you something. If someone listening at me using the word of God, like I'm saying, and in your mind you're going, he make it too easy. He, 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 he just don't understand how powerful these spirits are. I will say to you, why are you glorifying demons more than you are God? Why is the Christ that died on the cross who took the keys of death, held in the grave, who spoiled principalities and powers and made a show of them opening? Why you that have been seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus? Why you that have been given all power and authority over the, all the power of the enemy on every assignment that God puts you to deal with? You have his backing. Why would you think less of your God? and more of his created fallen beings. I'm just saying. Now let's go to this first, Matthews 26 and 28. For this is my blood of the New Testament, 
which is shed for many for the remission of your sins. So you see, even those in witchcraft, they use blood. They use things for covenant. Well, I'm, I'm blood up, and that blood is the blood that was shed by Christ. For this is my blood, New American Standard Bible. This is my blood of the covenant, which is poured out for many for the forgiveness of sins. Our communion, I want you to understand this. Sometimes many of us in deliverance, actually when we're getting ready to carry someone through deliverance, some of us actually will go to, um, some of us actually will go to uh, 1 Corinthians 10, and, uh, uh, 11 and 25, and we will actually use those verses, amen, to, to solidify that we take the communion cup, which is the, the great drink or some folks even use regular wine, however, as and show, do showing the Lord's death till he come. Now, look what it says in 1 Corinthians 11 and 25. In that same way, he took the cup also after supper, saying, this is the cup of the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. So the, those in witchcraft, they have cups. They have altars. Are you hearing me? They have covenants that they make. But the power through salvation, through us combating the word, through us using the word to stand against this, is scriptures like this. Brother Ivory, you do know that they done did a blood covenant against you. And I go, and Jesus did one against them. The blood of the New Testament, the covenant that covers everything from the crater to the grave to the resurrection to the new kingdom. Is anybody getting this? So, now, another thing, they operate often with food offerings. Oh, Brother Ivory, when I see a food offering in a dream, does that mean I have built a covenant? Yes, a dream can show you the enemy trying, attempting, or have even set a covenant in feeding. But when you engage it, here's how you engage it. You don't engage it like this. I was eating in a dream. You don't engage it like that. You engage it by letting the enemy know you, it's no need of you trying this covenant with me because I already. Now, listen, I have cast demons out of people who were fed in a dream. Literally, they were fed something in a dream through a spell or an incantation. And I said, let's go after the thing. And I got them to know, let the enemy know that everything that you put in here, I asked the Father to upchuck it. I asked the Father to cancel it out through the covenant of the blood of Christ. I counsel you, and you aggressively come at it. Sometimes you will go through physical deliverance, which means you may yawn, you may cough, you may sneeze, may scream with a loud voice, or you may throw up some phlegm or however, whatever way the Lord uses. And then sometimes you will pray this prayer and just change. Are you hearing me? But when you do have dreams of things trying to feed you in a dream, don't act as if the Holy Ghost went to sleep, Jesus' work on the cross can't work no more, and God just fell off somewhere off, off the planet. Is any soldier out there hearing the general talk here? Are y'all getting me, people of God? Now, these are just some of the things that we, that we try to teach people when it comes to doing warfare against these kingdoms. This is deliverance hot topic about water kingdoms, vows, oaths, and covenants, and altars. Are you hearing me? As we get ready to close out of here, I want to say this. If any of you, amen, 
have not accepted Yeshua, have not accepted the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, accepted the work that he has done, you can take your time right now and say to him, Father, in the name of Yeshua, in the name of Jesus, I ask you to forgive my sin, to, to loose me now from the kingdom of darkness, and I accept being translated into your kingdom. Wash me thoroughly through the covenant of the blood, through the work of the cross, to the resurrection. For we are not ashamed of the gospel of Jesus Christ, for it is the power of God unto salvation. Now, some of you out there, amen, as we are getting ready to close out in prayer. Now, I know, like I said, so, well, you need more fire to get it, sweetheart. You, you, listen, let me tell you something. The fire and the anointing will follow knowledge of the word. It will follow accurate application of the word. Yes, there are yokes that are broken through fasting. That is an aid. Fasting and prayer is an aid to break through. But the foundation of scripture, that's what really caused this to be solidified, solidly broken, and this is the way you engage. Are you hearing me? I am a weapon of warfare. Amen. Evelyn and I, amen, live a life. We're old soldiers. I have but one plan for the rest of my life is to teach balanced deliverance across the nation and then go home. I'm not trying to blow up. I'm not trying to become famous. I'm not trying to become a, a YouTube a, a famous person or, or, it, or TikTok famous. I am trying to teach the foundation of solid word so that people can take that. Because at the end of the day, if you engage these spirits without understanding the foundation of the word, you will not be able to sufficiently dethrone them. Now, I'm getting ready to get up off of here and have a word of prayer. And as it, the announcer had made it earlier, on our website at pilgrimsministry.org, we do deliverance and counseling sessions. They are paid sessions, 45-minute sessions. Now, I, I, I do have a church in Delaware but I do this. My church is ran by my chief son. So there's a grave difference in going to a church service, which you can give an offering or not. That's totally up to you. But there is a fee for my time. I do marriage counseling. I do counseling with, uh, with issues with church structure and church building. I've been doing this for over 50 years. I do not just because somebody go, well, he's charging for deliverance. Sweetheart, my counseling covers a plethora of areas, not just demons. Are you hearing me? I, I counsel people sometimes in the, the gifts of the spirit, in marriage, in family issues, in mental health issues, in entrepreneurship. I do more than just one thing. So if you go on my website to sign up, to have a consultation with me, there is a fee for my time. No apologies made. If I'm doing a conference and you want to walk on in there and give nothing, well, enjoy yourself. But at the end of the day, a good person with integrity like you wouldn't go to anybody's service and not be a blessing to those that are blessing you. And my preaching ain't about money. Are you hearing me? My preaching in time ain't about how much money I can get with y'all. If y'all give me $1,000, you'll get a breakthrough. Sometimes you have to have 10 sessions and add 500 to it. No, 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 no. We're not that guy. We're not that one. Now, that being said, if it be the case where you need to have counseling or deliverance or counseling in other areas, go to pilgrimsministry.org and go to the deliverance and 
counseling sessions. Got that? Not just deliverance only, deliverance and counseling sessions on our website at pilgrimsministry.org. Father, I want to thank you for Apostle Mayoshi Allen. Apostle Mayoshi Allen, I love you, woman of God. I love you. And Melissa, girl, you know I enjoy meeting you, Melissa. Listen, Heavenly Father, there are those out there, Father, that they are coming to you, our deliverer. Lord God, we ask in the name of Jesus, Lord God, that this word that I preach, let them take a hold of the revelation, apply the word, and dislodge the demonic stronghold. You said in Psalm 149, you said, this honor hath all his saints to execute upon them the judgments written. Heavenly Father, I thank you for other deliverance teachers all over the world that have gone in-depth on water spirits, in-depth on covenants and what have you, in-depth on other teachings. And Lord God, their teachings are not wrong. They're not my enemy. They are my brothers and sisters. Lord God, just my job is to teach the balance part so they can use it as a weapon of warfare. Dear Lord, dear Jesus, I praise you and I honor your Holy Spirit. Now, in the name of Jesus, as we pray, Father God, I ask the Father in Jesus' name to break demonic covenants that have been seemingly hard to break. I call out the marine spirits. I ask the Father to send down his hand from above and rid them from uh, the strange children, from the spirits of the aliens. Uh, rid them from uh, the demonic kingdom. I ask, oh God, where names have been put on the altar, we right now take our rightful place in Christ and tell you demonic powers what you're doing is evil legal and we ask God for justice. Father God, you said in your word uh, that you are not mocked whatever is sown will be reaped. I ask you to reap the judgment from God's word uh, on every demonic hierarchy, bad human uh, or demonic that is operating. God, you let your word do sufficiently what it said it will do. Uh, Lord God, I am your servant. We are your servants uh, and you said it would be better to put a millstone, millstone around your neck than turn any and touch any of your little ones. No, God, I'm not mad with anybody. I don't want anybody to be hurt, cursed, or damned. But Father, in the name of Jesus Christ, I ask for the promise of your word that is my shield, my keeper, my protector. Lord God said he would go to war with them that go to war against his wisdom and his judgment over our lives. Lord God, I ask you right now in Jesus' name to break the demonic strongholds that have been taken tonight. I come against the predatory spirits of rape and incest in the family line. I break by the power of God. Demonic spirits uh, of the, of the, that have been opened through the family line, operating in voodoo, santeria, witchcraft, Makoma, umbanda. I break your power now. Lord God, we ask in the name of Jesus uh, that every false church, uh, every false apostle that have been operating loose to people and let them go out of the much of where we call church uh, and set them free. I command every graveyard ritual and every guve that have been set up against you, go. I command spirits in the bloodline uh, that got in because the family offered you up on an altar and the whole family is bound by addiction uh, or witchcraft or lust perversion. Lord God, set them free by the work of the cross. Uh, Lord God, I give you praise, glory, and honor that you spoiled principalities and powers uh, and made us show up them openly. I ask you, Lord God, to erase uh, by the power of the blood of the Lamb uh, everything that they've set on a timetable because they want to change times and seasons. Uh, they want to cause delay uh, 
They want to bind us from going forward. I call those demons out. I come against stagnancy and being stuck. I break your power in Jesus' name. I command every demon that causes anti-marriage, separation, and divorce. I ask you to put it down in the name of the Lord God Almighty. And Father God, I pray in Jesus' name that those street devils, those incarcerated spirits, that got our children on the streets operating under drug spirits, I command their power to be broken. And by the power of Almighty God, I want to ask your Holy Spirit right now to capture and destroy every demonic backlash that will come against Evelyn, myself, Apostle Biosha, and any other. Lord God, the demonic powers that operated on the governmental level, that I command their power to be broken. I do not respect you as being higher than the church. We are the church of the living God that he purchased with his own blood. And Lord God, I thank you that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in our mortal bodies. I command demons that have people going crazy, unable to understand, grasp, and proceed. I, and I command those spirits to be broken. I command dear spirits of mental illness, emotional illness, sickness, high blood pressure, cancer. I break you and I call you out in the name of Jesus. I pray against demons. That been assigned to destroy churches and leaders and pastors. Lord God, you called the church to do the work of the Lord. I command every demonic presence and power that have operated against them to be broken. And Lord God, I thank you. And I magnify your holy name for the woman of God and this fellowship having us to be on their broadcast tonight. Lord God, I give you praise and I give you glory. I want to say amen. Thank God for every single one of you. Amen. That have been a part of this tonight. We give God the praise and we give God the glory for being on your broadcast, woman of God. I pray that this YouTube, this Facebook Live, I pray that it moves mightily in Jesus' name. Thank you all for having us on. And to those that are on the General of Deliverance podcast, I want to say all of you, thank you for your help, support, and donations. Love you guys. Love you, Apostle Bielshaw, and I love you, woman of God. Amen. And Melissa, it's been fun meeting you. Hope to talk to you again sometime, sis. Love you. From Evelyn and I in the, in, uh, here in my home studio, I'm getting ready to tell you as I usually do, God, he is watching on our behalf. Well, praise God. I trust that you enjoyed that message. Well, look, my dear friend, this is Apostle Hopkins. Amen. And I'm getting ready to get on up out of here. Look, if you want to sow a donation and bless us, you can do it on our website at pilgrimsministry.org. That's pilgrimsministry.org. Or you can go to our cash app and make a cash app donation to General Ivory Hopkins. It's just simply General Ivory Hopkins. It has been my pleasure, amen, to bring to you the things pertaining to kingdom, life, and family. So I trust these podcasts blesses you, and I'm going to catch you guys in another teaching. God bless. Bye-bye.